Coffee Break Spanish Travel Diaries, Season 1, Episode 8. Hola a todos, estamos de vuelta con otro episodio de los Travel Diaries de Coffee Break Spanish. Yo soy Mark. Y yo soy Anabel. ¿Cómo estás hoy? Estoy muy bien hoy. ¿Y tú cómo estás? Yo también estoy bien y con ganas de empezar. Perfecto, pues empecemos entonces. Let's get started. We are following the journeys of uh, Abel and Victoria as they travel through the north of Spain. And they have recently been in Lastres. Uh, they found out a little bit about Lastres as they traveled around there. And then on to Gijón and then on to Aviles, where, uh, well, Victoria wasn't expecting to enjoy it quite as much as she did. And there was one reason, or many reasons, why she liked that. And they were los dulces, que eran su perdición. Bueno, esta vez vamos a seguir. Vamos, de hecho, a otra, otra provincia. Y también una comunidad autónoma. An autonomous community. So there are a number of autonomous communities in, in Spain. Um, Galicia is one, or Galicia is one. The País Vasco is another. Of course, in between times, they've been in uh, Cantabria and Asturias, but now reaching Galicia on their journey. Mm -hmm. Pues vamos a empezar. Vamos a por ello. <laughs> vamos a por ello, me gusta. <laughs> <laughs> Nuestra siguiente parada era Lugo. Por fin llegábamos a Galicia. Aunque eso también quería decir que nuestro viaje llegaba a su fin. Teníamos un largo trayecto hasta Lugo, pero hicimos una parada en Covadonga, donde vimos los preciosos lagos y el santuario. ¡Qué maravilla! Teníamos previsto llegar a Lugo antes de la hora de la comida, pero cuando íbamos más o menos a la mitad del trayecto, pinchamos. Por supuesto, no llevábamos rueda de repuesto, porque se me había olvidado meterla, así que estuvimos esperando en una carretera secundaria a que alguien nos ayudase. A las dos horas, Vimos que se acercaba un tractor. El señor se ofreció a ayudarnos y como era la hora de la comida, también nos invitó a su casa. Su esposa Isabel nos hizo unos maravillosos callos. Después de la comida, nos hubiese gustado ir a Lugo, pero eran una pareja tan adorable que no nos despedimos de inmediato. De hecho, estuvimos en su finca y pasamos tiempo con los animales. Fue muy gracioso ver a Abel rodeado de ovejas. Menuda cara de pánico tenía. Al final, marchamos a Lugo a media tarde. Pues 
pues bien está lo que bien termina, ¿no? Eso es. <laughs> All's well that ends well. Um, everything worked out in the end, um, even though they had a little bit of a problem halfway through. Let's go back through our text. And of course, as usual, we'll be discussing the language used in this uh, text and help you understand everything and uh, explain any complicated parts. So, Annabel, would you like to begin? Nuestra siguiente parada era Lugo. Por fin llegábamos a Galicia. So, our next stop was Lugo. Finally, we were arriving in Galicia. Or Galicia. I never know whether to say Galicia or Galicia. Let's just stick to Galicia, Spanish pronunciation. So, finally, we were arriving in Galicia. An imperfect tense there. Aunque eso también quería decir que nuestro viaje llegaba a su final. Okay. Aunque eso, eso también quería decir. Although that also meant... So, querer decir algo is to mean something. Here we've got, aunque eso también quería decir, although that also meant que nuestro viaje llegaba a su final. That our journey was arriving at its end. So, our journey was getting close to an end. Teníamos un largo trayecto hasta Lugo, pero hicimos una parada en Covadonga, donde vimos los preciosos lagos y el santuario. Okay, teníamos un largo trayecto hasta Lugo. It was a, a long journey to Lugo, so we had a long journey to Lugo. Pero hicimos una parada en Covadonga, but we made a stop in Covadonga, donde vimos los preciosos lagos y el santuario, where we saw the, the beautiful lakes and the sanctuary, el santuario. ¡Qué maravilla! What a, a marvel, what, what, what a beautiful place or something like that. I actually saw, um, there's, there's someone I follow in, on Instagram. She's an artist, Alicia Aradilla, her name is, a Spanish artist. And she does uh, uh, art demonstrations and, and videos teaching you how to paint. But she does them all in Spanish. So it's great practice for you learning Spanish. But recently, she she's done lots of traveling. And recently, she was in Covadonga and she was painting in Covadonga. So there are paintings of Covadonga on her uh, Instagram. So check out Alicia Aradilla on Instagram. There you go. Gran recomendación. Gracias, Mark. De nada. Vamos a seguir. Teníamos previsto llegar a Lugo antes de la hora de la comida. Pero cuando íbamos más o menos a la mitad del camino, pinchamos. Ay, 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 ay. Okay, teníamos previsto. Now, we saw this previously when we've got tener with a past participle. Teníamos previsto. We had planned to arrive in Lugo, llegar a Lugo, antes de la hora de la, de la comida. So, before lunchtime. So, before kind of one, two o'clock or something like that. Pero cuando íbamos más o menos a la mitad del trayecto, but when we were going along on uh, more or less the middle of the journey, so right in the middle of the journey, Pinchamos. So the verb pinchar means to have a puncture, to get a puncture. In this case, pinchamos, we got a puncture, using the preterite of pinchar. Por supuesto, no llevábamos rueda de repuesto porque se me había olvidado meterla. Así que estuvimos esperando en una carretera secundaria a que alguien nos ayudase. Ok, por supuesto, of course. And I think this is the of course in that ironic sense, you know, of course, it would turn out that. Yo también lo creo. <laughs> no llevábamos rueda de repuesto. So, una rueda is a wheel, 
And repuesto, something is is uh, repuesto, it's like a replacement wheel, so a spare wheel. No llevamos rueda de repuesto porque se me había olvidado meterla, because I had forgotten to put it in, to, to put it in the car, the, the spare wheel. Um, we'll come back to this in just a moment. Así que estuvimos esperando en una carretera secundaria. So we were waiting and estuvimos esperando. That's a closed thing in the past. It's a, an action in the past that happened. It had a start and, it, and an end. And that's why we're using the preterite of estar. Estuvimos esperando en una carretera secundaria. They were waiting on a, a country road, a secondary road, a que alguien nos ayudase for someone to help us. And that's like an a para que, a que alguien nos ayudase. That's the reason for the uh, the subjunctive there. Okay, let's talk about olvidar. Because olvidar can be a very useful verb, but it's a little bit tricky to use. Let's begin with perhaps the, the most simple form of olvidar. When you just say olvidar and then the thing that, you, that you've olvidard. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, la semana pasada olvidé las llaves en la oficina. So, last week I left. Literally, I forgot the keys in the office. But it's really when you're leaving things there, yeah? Mm -hmm. Así es. ¿Nos das otro ejemplo, por favor? Sí, claro. Olvidé el cuaderno en casa. Perfecto. So, there you left the notebook, the exercise book at home. Olvidé el cuaderno en casa. Right. So, that's olvidar plus the object. Now, there's a different way of using this, and that's when you olvidarse de algo. And that's a little less about leaving something somewhere. It's more about forgetting something. So forget forgetting a fact or forgetting a phone number or something like that. So could I say, for example, me olvidé de tu número de teléfono? Eso es. ¿Y otro ejemplo? Mm. Me olvidé de escuchar el último episodio de Coffee Break Spanish. Perfecto. So there we've got a great example. I forgot to do something. Olvidarse de hacer algo. And we could also take it a stage further and we could say olvidarse de que something was the case. Por ejemplo, me olvidé de que tenías un nuevo gato. I forgot that you had a new cat. Perfecto. A strange example, but anyway. <laughs> but there is a third version of this, and this is the version that we're seeing in the text. And it's a little more complicated because we have to swap the, the, the subject and the object, okay? So, Annabel, can you give us a simple example using this? Se me olvidó hacerlo. Okay, I forgot to do it. Se me olvidó hacerlo. And the olvidó there is the third person. So... The subject of this is hacerlo. Doing it, to me, was forgotten, or something like that. Let's go back to our llaves that we left in the office. I could say, se me olvidaron las llaves en la oficina. So, they themselves, to me, were forgotten the keys in the office. It's a little bit complicated to say it that way. But note what the verb agrees with. It's las llaves. So, the keys forgot themselves to whom? To me, in the office. Se me olvidaron las llaves en la oficina. And it's that form that we're seeing in the text. Porque se me había olvidado meterla. Because 
se me había olvidado meterla. The spare wheel had been forgotten to be put in, or something like that. It's a little complicated. It sounds a little funny when we say it that way. But I think if we come back to a simple example like se me olvidaron las llaves en la oficina, that's how we can see how this works. Mm-hmm. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> es un poco complicado, Anabel, ¿no? Es un poco bastante complicado. <laughs> y la verdad es que no solo para los, uh, lo, lo, los estudiantes del español, sino también para los uh, hispanohablantes, ¿no? Sí, sí. Yo estoy sudando del esfuerzo. <laughs> Muy difícil. Pero no imposible. No imposible, claro, claro. Okay, so she had forgotten the, to put in the spare wheel. So they were waiting on a secondary road, on a country road, um, for someone to help them. A que alguien nos ayudase. And uh, with that cliffhanger, we're going to take a short break. We wanted to let you know that there's a premium version of the Travel Diaries course and this includes a set of lesson notes where you'll be able to read the text from each of the diaries and work through the vocabulary and any explanations that we've provided. There's also a video version of the text where we've left space for you to repeat the words and phrases used, giving you an opportunity to practice your speaking and your pronunciation. For more information about this, head to coffeebreakacademy.com. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, I don't actually think it was just the, uh, the the cliffhanger that made us take a break there. I think we needed a break after all that. Olvidar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's find out what happened after they got their puncture and uh, they had to wait for two hours for someone to help them. A las dos horas vimos que se acercaba un tractor. A las dos horas. So literally at the two hours. So two hours from when it happened... This isn't at two o'clock. This is at two hours from when they got their puncture. Vimos que se acercaba un tractor. We saw that a tractor was approaching. El señor se ofreció a ayudarnos. Y como era la hora de la comida, también nos invitó a su casa. Very kind gentleman. El señor se ofreció a ayudarnos. So it's ofrecerse a hacer algo. To offer to do something. He offered to help us. Y como era la hora de la comida, and since it was lunchtime, 
también nos invitó a su casa. He also invited us to his house. Su esposa Isabel nos hizo unos maravillosos callos. Okay, this is where I'm going to afraid have to disagree with Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> su esposa Isabel, so uh, his wife Isabel, nos hizo unos maravillosos callos. She made us some marvelous callos. Anabel, ¿te gustan los callos? Bueno, a mí me gustan los platos de cuchara, como las sopas, los cocidos, pero no soy de callos. ¿Tú, Mark? <laughs> Yo tampoco soy de callos, tengo que decirlo. <laughs> so, los callos, um, perhaps we should ex explain what they are. They're similar to tripe, I guess, como las tripas, ¿no? Eso es. Mm -hmm. So, they're basically intestines and um, other bits of, of meat that, uh, well... I don't know, maybe as a haggis eater, um, I, I should like it, but I don't know. I'm not a fan of this. But anyway, uh, Victoria and Abel enjoyed them. Isabel nos hizo unas maravillosos callos. She made us marvelous callos. Después de la comida, nos hubiese gustado ir a Lugo, pero eran una pareja tan adorable que no nos despedimos de inmediato. So this uh, is similar to something we saw in the last episode. Después de la comida, nos hubiese gustado ir a Lugo. Hubiese another imperfect subjunctive there. We could have said, nos habría gustado ir a Lugo. We would have liked to have gone to Lugo. However, it's the same thing that's happening, Annabel, here, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, quite similar. Es una cosa que nos hubiese gustado hacer o ver o ir. Yeah, so we just don't mention una cosa here. It's something we would have liked to have done. Pero eran una pareja tan adorable, but they were such an adorable couple, que no nos despedimos de inmediato, that we didn't uh, say goodbye immediately. De hecho, estuvimos en su finca y pasamos tiempo con los animales. In fact, estuvimos en su finca So the finca is the farmyard. So de hecho, in fact, estuvimos en su finca. We were in their farmyard y pasamos tiempo con los animales. And we spent time with the animals. Fue muy gracioso ver a Abel rodeado de ovejas. Okay. Fue muy gracioso. It was very funny. Ver a Abel rodeado de ovejas. To see Abel surrounded by sheep. Ovejas, sheep. <laughs> Menuda cara de pánico tenía. Okay, we've seen this menudo, menuda. What a, a panicked face he had. <laughs> Al final, marchamos a Lugo a media tarde. So, in the end, we set off for Lugo in uh, halfway through the afternoon. So, probably translating it into a, 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 an English-speaking context, context late afternoon. <laughs> Eso es. <laughs> Pues perfecto, vamos a volver a leer el texto, a escuchar el texto, y esta vez esperamos que lo entendamos todo. Nuestra siguiente parada era Lugo. Por fin llegábamos a Galicia, aunque eso también quería decir que nuestro viaje llegaba a su fin. Teníamos un largo trayecto hasta Lugo, pero hicimos una parada en Covadonga, donde vimos los preciosos lagos y el santuario. ¡Qué maravilla! 
teníamos previsto llegar a Lugo antes de la hora de la comida, pero cuando íbamos más o menos a la mitad del trayecto, pinchamos. Por supuesto, no llevábamos rueda de repuesto, porque se me había olvidado meterla. Así que estuvimos esperando en una carretera secundaria a que alguien nos ayudase. A las dos horas vimos que se acercaba un tractor. El señor se ofreció a ayudarnos y como era la hora de la comida, también nos invitó a su casa. Su esposa Isabel nos hizo unos maravillosos callos. Después de la comida, nos hubiese gustado ir a Lugo, pero eran una pareja tan adorable que no nos despedimos de inmediato. De hecho, estuvimos en su finca y pasamos tiempo con los animales. Fue muy gracioso ver a Abel rodeado de ovejas. Menuda cara de pánico tenía. Al final, marchamos a Lugo a media tarde. just goes to show that even though it sometimes feels that when things go wrong on a journey, um, the, the whole thing's a disaster, but it always turns out that, that there, there are, are better things around the corner. Eso es. Mi madre siempre me ha dicho que si hay problemas o dificultades en un viaje, quiere decir que va a terminar bien o que al menos va a haber unos buenos recuerdos. Unos buenos recuerdos. And also things that you can talk about and tell stories about. And, and in these kind of situations, it's also an opportunity to practice your Spanish. And, es. and maybe find, find words that you didn't know, like pinchar and things like that. Okay, if there are other words that you don't know, of course, you can use our notes, the notes which accompany each episode of the, the podcast. And you can find these at the Coffee Break Academy, along with the video versions of each episode, where we've paused the, the audio and allowed you to have some time to repeat the words and phrases and practice your pronunciation. So all of that in the course for the Travel Diaries at coffeebreakacademy.com. And of course, don't forget to check out our Instagram account. There you can see photos of some of these places visited by Abel and Victoria on their journey through the north of Spain. Perfecto. And also you'll be able to follow the other stories, our other travel diaries from Coffee Break French, Coffee Break Italian and Coffee Break German, where we have similar stories of people traveling through different parts of the countries where those languages are spoken. Pues ya está. Muchas gracias, Anabel, como siempre. Y gracias a ti y a vosotros. Y hasta la próxima. Adiós. Adiós. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2020, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2020, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved.